Hi, Mike. How are you going? Oh, good day, Martin. Lovely to um, lovely to talk to you. I'm going very well, thanks. No, that's good. It's been years since I've seen you. Actually, we worked together for a number of years, but it's just nice to be able to chat. Now, my understanding is, Mike, you've been working for three years at home. Um, from home before people like myself have been sort of asked to work from home and that's not the only time you work from home. What's your backstory for working from home? Uh, well, I actually didn't get into teaching until I was in my 40s, Martin. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm 76 years old, so uh, I've been teaching now for about the last 30, 36 years. Um, but prior to that, um, I had uh, quite a range of, uh, range of jobs. Uh, I was a milkman uh, for four or five years. Uh, I had a, uh, a landscaping and a brick paving business. Both of those businesses were run from home, but I'm going back uh, quite a number of years before the technology to do what we're doing today uh, was available. Um, the, um, the story of me getting into teaching uh, is that uh, in uh, the 1970s, um, our great and wonderful Prime Minister Gough Whitlam uh, made uh, university free and I'd always wanted to um, to go to university but um, I couldn't afford it and uh, it was just one of those things that when it was when it was offered I, I jumped at the chance so I'd always wanted to do science science was my thing and um, so I enrolled in a science degree at um, Macquarie University um, at that stage I'd been married and had a couple of children uh, and I'd looked at schools and seen what they'd done in schools and thought gee school teaching that's that's not a bad job uh, you get to work with lovely young people and uh, it, it seemed to me that um, that it would be you know, something I'd really enjoy doing so I tacked a dip ed onto my science degree and uh, then um, <clears throat> pardon me then I <clears throat> pardon me uh, then when I finished um, I um, I started uh, started teaching, so yeah. What's the question, Mark? Yeah, sorry, you can sense I was going to ask a question. Yeah. So, in this era now, working from home, you've had a career in teaching, which I'd love to talk to you about at another time. Now, in the last three years, you've been home full time, essentially working from home, but in a, in a way that's similar to today. So, what have you been doing for the last three years? Okay. Well, the um, when I finally decide that it, I should get out of full-time teaching um, I was uh, well at that stage I'd been teaching computing for probably 15 20 years something of that sort uh, and at school I'd already set up my own Moodle website um, where I put all the resources for my students um, and uh, then when I finally decided to retire I was out at the um, the HSC marking center and my uh, my supervisor out there said, "Oh, I see you. You're going to retire. Do you want to go cold turkey?" And I said, "No, no. I want to keep my finger in the pie." And he said, "Look, I think I've got something that you might really be interested in." Well, as it turned out, uh, there was a job going at the uh, Catholic Diocese of Lismore Online Education Centre, uh, and it was for teaching um, software design and development, uh, which was the uh, the subject that I taught at school. So I had an interview with them and, um, and I got the job. So what it involved was um, in my first year, I had a, uh, a year 11 class and uh, I had to set up a, uh, a website 
to contain all of the resources for the class and the face-to-face -face was done um, online uh, so we had a, a one-hour online lesson and then the rest of it was done via the website or via email contact with my students so that's um, that was a, a really interesting thing to do the, the the difference in teaching online to teaching in a classroom is vast there's there's virtually no comparison uh, between the two obviously so, yeah so mike sorry if i could let's unpack that a bit now because you've you've you myself i've had to get into a bit of a routine and try to learn how to do that what are, what are some of the, the good things that have worked for you and what are some of the things that you give us tips about as we're moving forward in the next six to eight weeks? Preparation uh, is absolutely vital, making certain that you've got uh, all of your lesson. If, you, if you're only going to have this one-hour slot each week and you've got to fit into that what would normally be contained in, say, four classroom lessons, uh, then you've really got to, uh, to have it prepared right down to the wire. Um, I, I like uh, the lesson not to be a lecture from me, but to be interactive uh, with the students. I, I like students to, uh, uh, to ask questions, to make contributions and so on. Uh, and I record the session so that uh, uh, I can then post it on the website. And if the students want to go and revisit it, uh, then they can at any time. So, so what I'm hearing here is, in my experience and the experience of colleagues and friends that are doing this, particularly in the teaching interface, is that we're trying to sort of do our all our lessons in the day. But you're suggesting we just need to compartmentalise it, have a little bit of face-to-face -face and let students get on with the work themselves, Absolutely. although they are senior students. Absolutely. Um, you can't do online uh, if you're going to be the one that's dominating the learning. The student has to be the one who is going to be prepared to, uh, you know, to pick up the baton and, uh, and run with it. Uh, one of the things that I've found, um, my uh, interface with the students is via Moodle, and Moodle has an enormous uh, amount of uh, monitoring that's available to me. Uh, I can see when a student logs into the site, what they did there, uh, how long they spent, uh, uh, whether they attended a, um, a lesson or not a lesson, and follow up. I guess my, my main um, thing would be preparation on the part of the teacher, making certain that you get the students involved and then follow up. Follow up is, is very, very important. Um, I check on my students if they haven't logged into my website for, say, four or five days, uh, then I will send them an email and say, noticed you haven't been online for four or five days. Um, you know, is there a problem? Can I help you with something? So that's that's really the approach that I've taken, and it's worked pretty well. It's, it, it seems like um, we've still got a long way to go, those of us that are just starting out, because you've got a sort of a system which allows people to do, allow for independence. Just if I could finish off with, what are some of the tips for actually working at home in relation to getting up, having breakfast, you get dressed into work clothes? You know, what do you do? <laughs> Uh, have your own little private space. Uh, that's very, very important. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of preparation, um, I love the fact that I don't have to put on a suit and tie. I love the fact that I don't have to drive somewhere. I don't have to uh, uh, to do all of those things. But I, I don't know whether that's the way 
uh, teachers are expected to, to do it. Uh, but um, I just love the freedom of working from home and being able to be my own boss. Um, I, I set very definite working days. Um, this year I've got three, three classes and so I work three days. I work Monday, Tuesday and Friday and I devote those days as my working days. And separate yourself from it. On Wednesday and Thursday, I spend time with my wife. Well, Mike, I really appreciate this because you've given us a bit of insight into what it could, how we could sort of morph what we're doing, trying to do face-to-face teaching all day, every day, into a program that enables a little bit of empowerment by the students and a little bit of downtime for everyone because I'm finding the students and the teachers are really quite exhausted and the parents at home are quite exhausted with this process. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that you can't translate that face-to-face classroom pedagogy into online teaching. Uh, It just won't work. Well, Mike, thank you so much for your time and all the best to Bernice and I will um, speak to you a bit later. Okay. Nice to talk to you, Martin.